Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Um, I'm going to be talking about mental illness and upholding responsibilities. So how do we do it? Because whether or not you are suffering from depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, etc., the list goes on with the amount of mental illnesses there are. And I mean, every single one is so varying and it's so situational. So you may find that things that I say today may really relate to you and resonate with you, or maybe they may not apply to you. And which if they don't, feel free to reach out to me in my emails and in, in, in my email submissions and um, ask for advice because I would really love to help you in your individual um, needs. Um, so I can't even express how difficult it can be to juggle one or even more than one of these mental illnesses at a time. And it's so sad and heartbreaking because a lot of people do. So what do we do? How do we work this into our lives that go on with, with mental illnesses and responsibilities that we have and become a functioning member of society, a household, a workplace, a relationship? I mean, there are so many places where life requires us to be functioning. And it can root from the very almost simplest things. And I say simplest in air quotes because getting out of bed can be so difficult sometimes. I mean, yesterday, just yesterday, I was just having a day. I don't know what happened, but um, something flipped inside of me and I just didn't feel myself. I was muster up the strength to get out of bed and peel myself out of bed. But I did. And that was a small victory because I ended up doing some yoga and I fed myself with a really nourishing breakfast. I ended up going back to bed because I was just so honestly so tired, like I said before, and something inside of me just couldn't get me out of bed and it felt really disappointing and I was kind of disappointed in myself and I say that and it's very difficult to say that because it's hard being disappointing and, and disappointing to yourself. Um, and to, to do that and to feel that disappointment and that fire that's gone for life is so familiar with depression to me and I think a lot of people out there because with depression you know that fire for life is gone and that's what I felt yesterday and I kind of feel it a little bit today too it's a little I'm a little groggy from you know being in bed all day and it's like well what got me out I honestly it wasn't my arms pushing me off the bed because that's honestly the easy part the hard part is mustering up the willpower to get up and to do it but you need to remember that whatever it takes to get you out of bed, just think of what, what is it, what is it going to take for me to get myself out of bed today to do the next step? And what's the next step? Maybe for you, for something different. But for me that day, it was um, taking a shower, taking a nice hot shower, relaxing, really enjoying it and being mindful in that practice, that practice of starting a new leaf, starting a new page for the week, you know, putting on a little makeup. Not, nothing drastic and if it's something you know that you really enjoy putting on a lot of makeup that's great you know do what makes you feel good because putting on makeup sometimes can be extremely therapeutic it's a relaxing technique that I love to that I love to bask in you know just it's an art you know putting different colors of eyeshadow on or you know different techniques that you can apply it's really fun you know you could try it if if, if you haven't already so that's something that I like to do, you know, in practice if I'm feeling a little down in the dumps. Also know that eating is very important. Now, personally for me, I've had a history with an eating disorder. So that's very important for me. My body, I would say, took 
many months and almost a year to recover from that. I mean, the amount of damage you do to your body once you're in a in that eating disorder state, particularly anorexia. So I was starving myself. That took a very long time to reboot my system and to get things running again. And so I always need to remind myself, and this goes for anybody, eating is important because it is going to fuel you to let you do the things you want to do and the things that you need to do. So everybody, and I'm going to preface that I'm not a nutritionist, I, we each have a basal metabolic rate. Know your own basal metabolic rate. So we'll just call it a BMR. That's, what, that's, the, easy, that's the easy term to call it instead of just calling it its full name every single time. Um, so know what your body and what it needs because life goes on. Your body is running and doing things even though you don't feel like it. So mine, if we're talking numbers here, because I like to be a little analytical sometimes with my numbers, uh, mine's about 1,800 a day. And that's incredible. That's so much food that I need to nourish my body with. And I say a lot, but I don't say a lot like it's daunting. And sometimes it is daunting from day to day. It varies. Every day is a little easier, a little harder. We have our ups and downs. And honestly, it will take time. This is not a very quick pursuit. This is a very long journey. If you're struggling with a mental illness and you're looking to find your jive again, it's going to take some time. It's not going to be an overnight thing. This pursuit is long and it's hard, but it's beautiful because the end result is so ultimately just, it's just unraveling what you feel is just it's insurmountable. That's all I can say. Um, so you have to function at work or at school, at home, or wherever you go for the day to be, um, air quote again, <laughs> functioning. So, but when you return to home, it's kind of like the base where you feel most safe and where you can kind of let it all go for the day. So you can be feeling like you can let the responsibilities go. Or, you know, we can let the smiles go, the fake smiles go, or maybe even just anything that you feel like you were faking throughout the day, you can just let that go because you're home now. Uh, So, you know, but these responsibles carry on even though you're not able to keep up at the moment. And so what do we do now? What do we do now? Because we've gone to work, we've done what we need to do there, and we do it as best as we can because we know we have to, right? But that drained us. We're now at home. This is where you draw your line in the sand and you say, hey, you know, I've done my thing at work or at school to best of my abilities, whatever your, whatever your gig is that you gets you through that day. And you're at home and you're drawing your line in the sand and say, okay, it's today or what do I have to do today that allows me to decide, okay, is this going to be a time where I can kind of kick back and relax for, you know, X amount of time? Or am I going to get a little bit done? You know, because life's about balance and it's really finding that balance and fine tuning it because you need to realize that it's not all go, go, go. Because understand that when you go all the time, You're running yourself dry ultimately, and that's not healthy either. So find that balance where you're really content with relaxing a little bit, watching maybe a show or reading or, you know, pairing it with some productive activity. So maybe you're sitting in front of the TV and you're at the same time doing some sort of kind of mindless work, but it's still work. 
whatever it may be, find that balance of time, you know? So another thing that you can do to help uphold these responsibilities that I found helpful is as vulnerable as it is, ask for help. So ask when you need it. There's nothing wrong and there's nothing more beautiful than saying, hey, I need help right now. So whether that be a spouse, a partner, a parent, an uncle, an aunt, whatever, whoever, and you can trust them and you can entrust them to help you in this pursuit. So say maybe, okay, maybe it's your boyfriend or girlfriend and you get up in the morning or maybe you're still in bed and you call them or you text them and maybe it's just hearing their voice. I know that you're having a tough day today, but... I really want you to remember that I love you and I care about you and that you're really strong or whatever those words that you need to hear to get you through or to get you up for the day. And maybe you guys can evaluate together like, hey, I know that you need to get this done to study for your exam tomorrow. Um, Maybe throughout the day you heal the person that you trust yourself with to uphold these responsibilities will say, keep you accountable and check in with you. So maybe like at 12 o'clock, you guys check in with each other at lunchtime and say, hey, have you done this to get this in place to bring this X into fruition? And then maybe at five o'clock, you guys get together or something or call each other again and say, hey, have you gotten this done? Have you gotten that done? These kind of small things that you implement in your life may really help. You know, that encouragement for someone, you're not relying on them by any means, because they're just giving you, they're giving you words of encouragement. They're not forcing you. They're not telling you to do something. They're not physically pushing you to do something that you don't want to do. They're just reminding you, this is why I want to do something. And this person reminds me that this is important. This matters to me. And I want to do it. If you don't feel like you have anybody that you can go to to uphold these responsibilities, maybe write things down. If you're if you're someone who feels like they need to write everything down on a piece of paper and keep track of them and check them off in a box as you go and get them done, that could be really fulfilling. So I know for me, I keep a moleskin graph notebook and I keep everything down to it in a T. I mean, seriously, everything. And I, sometimes I make it funny. I say the get shit done list or, you know, got to do it. Just make it kind of fun and um, put the boxes down. And as you go, if you have to do it by time, if you have to do it by category, whatever works for you. But keeping yourself accountable is really motivating. You know, it's even it could make it even really fun if you're really artistic. You can make the list really fun and pretty. If you're someone who really relies on their phone and is really driven by their phone, you can um, set alarms, set reminders. So say maybe at like 10 o'clock you say, okay, if I haven't gotten X done, stop it or continue later. Whatever you need, tailor it to you because no individual is the same. And with these mental illnesses, they are so individual. They're varying in degrees. They're varying in what they, what kind of symptoms they accompany to you. It's just, it's extensive. It really is. I'm going to leave it there. Everybody's mental illness and how they deal with them is different. So I hope honestly that these really find that you're, that they're helpful to you. Um, 
if you feel like you're just not, you know, you gathered some information today from this podcast, but you feel like you still need a little help in your particular situation, feel free to drop me a line in my email. I'll leave it in my bio as well as my website. Always open to recommendations for topics on the episodes and I'm always open to answering your advice on my episodes as well. So I hope you'll tune into next week's episode and I hope you enjoyed today's. So have a great week guys.